Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, guys. How's everyone? I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you. And excited, as always, that today is Wednesday. Uh, I am Janet Richmond, and I would like to give you all a phone number to call in, should you be interested, 646-668-8565. You can just listen. Uh, Many of my listeners listen in the archive shows. makes no difference. You get just as much help and healing listening to it after the fact. If there are any of you that wish to call in, please do so. Again, 646-668-8565. Now, last week, I worked on the feminine nature or the female nature that we all carry. And the week before, I worked on the male nature. Now, I did not get any email responses for either show. I'm... Not sure why. I don't usually get a huge amount, but usually I'll get one or two. And I think it's either people are really quite sure what to make of it or how it worked or if it helped them, or maybe they're just, you know, a lot of people are busy and, or maybe people just didn't get it or they didn't like it. But whichever it is, I didn't get any responses, so I can't share with you guys. No biggie. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't always get responses, and it doesn't. It's 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 absolutely fine with me. But I'm just letting you know that we didn't get any. <clears throat> now I also didn't get a request in for the, for a healing. So again, I'm putting a shout out. Please, anybody, everyone, please, um, please do so. Please put a request uh, in if you would like, or if you have a question about a topic or or a concept or confusion about something, please feel free to ask. Uh, my email is Janet at JanetRichmond.com. You can also reach me at Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. My website is JanetRichmond.com, but I also it's also uh, I have the domain of <clears throat> HigherSelfVoice.com, not the HigherSelfVoice, just HigherSelfVoice.com. You can reach the same website either way, and I really always look forward to hearing from any and all of you about anything. So please contact me if you like about about anything. Okay, now, again, uh, two weeks ago, I worked on the male nature, did a healing on the male nature. I thought it was very interesting. I don't remember it too much, but luckily we have it recorded. And then last week I did it on the female nature, which was really interesting, all of this stuff about the breastfeeding for uh, female in the female nature. And the higher selves told me later that I kind of missed an element that I didn't stress enough that the breastfeeding is, it not only is real where you are nurturing a baby, but symbolically it is symbolic of the female nature to be the nurturer. So I I just wanted to let you know that that's that other aspect that 
is very important to the female nature, and we want to bring that into a, a place of balance. Whatever healing I did on it, the higher self assured me would have worked on that as well, because as I've told you before, if we go to heal the knee and it's the elbow that needs healing, it's the elbow that's going to get the healing, just like the time I <clears throat> uh, was told the left lung was collapsed on, on, a, on someone and I needed to work on the left lung. I kept seeing the energy going to the right lung, and I found out three weeks later, okay, it was the right lung that had been collapsed. So that, you know, the energy went to the right lung, even though I misdirected it. So that's the point that even if I don't pull in the total expansion of the uh, information, because we are amalgamated with the divine energies and they can do no hurt, no harm, and they don't make mistakes, you know, anything, uh, any way that I'm not pulling in 100% or whatever it is, uh, I miss a thread from the higher self, which is probably what happened. The it's still going to happen anyway. So you, you're all covered, but I did want to uh, make that clear. I wanted to clarify that because that whole thing about nursing was so unexpected, and it just kind of was so fascinating to me. As I'm giving you the information, I'm listening to it too, and I'm thinking, whoa, you know, that's pretty cool. Um, it makes so much sense, but I hadn't really thought of it in that way before. And so the higher self said there was even a more expanded way of looking at it. So that that of the female nature being the nurturer, uh, the life giver. So <laughs> whether it's through milk or in other ways. <coughs> so anyway, okay, we are going to be working on the conflicts and the misunderstandings between our own male and female natures. And I did want to talk a little bit about this. I've touched on it in different ways and different times. I think we've even had some healings where the male and the female nature, uh, some conflict has come up in a healing. I'm, I, I can't keep track anymore, whether it's in my meetup group or with my clients, but I'm pretty sure there's been some times on the show where part of the issue that I'm working to heal uh, brings in the, some conflict between the male and the female. Anyway... But as you know, you now know, you guys now know that we, with our soul carries both the male and the female nature, and we incarnate as both men and women. And so we go through experiences lifetime after lifetime, and we take on through those experiences not only misunderstandings, misconceptions, and misinterpretations, but we also take on hurts and wounds and fears and guilt and shame and all sorts of things, and we build, as we go through these lifetimes, we build belief systems, we build self-identities, and guess what? We build self-judgment. <laughs> so we, we, we have good times uh, as a female or male, and we have difficult times. We also experience males and females outside of ourselves, our mother and fathers, you know, our siblings, our uh, grandparents, our aunts and uncles, our our colleagues, our friends, and all sorts of things. We have many, 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 a lot of input, many experiences related to, you know, uh, with the interaction, because, of course, that's our choice in the human kingdom is the male and the female. So, uh, but, not but, so as a result, we take on these, ideas and perceptions about the sexual nature. And we often carry beliefs about 
men are this way and women are that way. I mean, it's really commonplace and it's completely natural. We'd be conditioned to it because that's what we're experiencing. Now, we, we usually are aware enough to know that whether if we have a generalization that it's not always true. I mean, nowadays we don't just uh, discount the individual like we might have hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago where life was more simple and the belief systems were more rigid and the possibilities and the probabilities were very, very limited. So, But we carry all of that at the soul level. Now, what we often don't realize is that the same, these misunderstandings and these false beliefs about within the soul nature, you know, the viewpoints, good or bad toward women or uh, good or bad toward men, we also carry toward our own inside nature. So, okay, I don't know that I said that right. (coughs) Excuse me. Okay, so if we carry beliefs and we find ourselves expressing or feeling things about the opposite nature, it doesn't mean, um, okay, you know that that I'm talking about the conflict between the male and the female, so that's how I'm going to address this discussion. Of course, if we have, if we're female and we have judgments toward females, we're also carrying that toward our own female nature. So the point is, when we are female and we are, but because we're, I'm working on the conflicts between the male and the female, when we talk about or when we have experiences or beliefs or misunderstandings and we relate to people on the outside, to the opposite sex on the outside, we are also feeling the same way. It's a reflection of how we feel toward our own opposite nature, Okay. I think I said that right. Um, Often we're just we're we're ignorant that we could carry all this conflict within. We're we're ignorant that we we even if we know that we come in some lives as a male or female. I'm not sure that many of us were that aware of the fact that we have the male nature and the female nature, and that. that those two parts of ourselves actually, they're completely connected, but they are also go through experiences separately. So if you are playing out of the female nature in a life, you're playing out of the female nature, whether you t- whether you have a female body or a male body. It's the same if you're playing out of the male nature. So I don't think many of us really realize that we carry both at all times. They're always connected or disconnected, but as the case may be, which I'm going to get to, uh, but disconnected within. So it's not like we can move away. If we're really upset with our opposite nature. We can't move away. We disconnect energetically, but we're still carrying that male nature. So anyway, most of us wouldn't know that we have these conflicts. Luckily today on the planet, you know, this information is coming out. And it is being made uh, available for the public to help us all become more aware. Now, I want you to understand that the most intimate partner that we have in our beingness is between our own two soul natures. 
They're constant companions. And like any intimate relationship, whether it's friendship or a significant other kind of relationship, any intimate relationship is going to have miscommunication, misunderstandings. And I've encountered it within myself as well as with many clients. And what happens is that these conflicts within with our intimate partner, they develop over time. They get more and more complex. Uh, in time, they, they, they are resolved and balanced in different ways. This is all part of our journey to bring understanding, to bring healing, to bring clarity, to bring um, uh, connection, real connection, to heal the disconnection. And that's a part of our journey. We want to uh, expand our awareness and expand all of who we are. And that's not only is it happening because we are expressing both the male and the female nature and growing them, growing them and learning and and coming to understand and healing and bringing them into a state of balance. But it's also the, um, we want to expand the awareness because that's evolution in the human kingdom is, is the evolution of the conscious awareness. We don't change physical body to reflect we've moved up some frequency levels. We don't do that. What happens is we pretty much stay the same type of body throughout our journey. It shifts slightly in the beginning. But for the most part, the evolutionary process with the human is conscious, conscious evolution, becoming more and more aware and expanding our viewpoints. And so the whole the whole male-female thing is another part of it. Now, whatever we are dealing with inside, within our soul nature, again, is reflected perfectly in our outer reality. And it's not the only thing that affects our outer reality, but it is a significant piece, especially in the relationship field. Whether it's an, Again, whether it's an intimate relationship, maybe a business colleague or siblings, friends, relatives, anything, it's, it's going to be reflected in your, in your outer reality. And so if we want to love ourselves, and that, that idea is now very prevalent out there, it's very important. But if we want to love ourselves properly, we have to love the entirety of ourselves, including the opposite nature. We don't realize. So we might feel really good about ourselves as a woman or as a man, but there could be conflicts going on inside that we aren't aware of. And so we want to clear those conflicts. We want to bring them into some kind of awareness, and we want to move on and bring them into balance and therefore evolve or move into the complete self-love, not not without uh, leaving that part just because we we aren't aware of it. Of course, if you have anything at all in your outer reality that is not in balance, that means energetically we're still out of balance. So until we have it all, guys, yes, we can have it all, but it's a process. We need to neutralize all the the pain and the suffering and the sorrow and the misunderstandings and the, the hurts and the wounds and all of that, the false beliefs and the self-identities that keep us from truly loving ourselves simply for being, simply for existing. Now, I wanted to tell you, and I've talked about it before, um, I'm pretty sure on the show, I did I did a big show on it at one point, I'm pretty sure, but I'm going to bring it up today because it's really part of the series. 
I wanted to tell you about my situation with my male, male nature. This happened to me, I would say, about five or six years ago. It's hard to know exactly, maybe five. Huh. I think five years ago. Yes, it would have been five or six years ago, exactly. Um, I was out, and as I do on a consistent basis, I was working on anything known and unknown that might keep me from moving forward in my destiny path or my career path or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, we all carry fears of unfoldment. We all carry fears of the destiny for many, many different reasons, and I, I know I've talked about it here. But So I work on it consistently because I don't have any conscious fears. I don't have any conscious resistance. That I haven't had for a long time. However, I just know that we carry so many things from other lives that I, how could I possibly know, right? I, I wouldn't know consciously everything that could be holding me back. So I was out there do, working on it, and oh my gosh, out of the blue, <laughs> the higher selves came in, and they told me the conflict that I had between my female and male nature. And this was the first I'd ever heard of this. So, I mean, I'm you know, have some trepidation on the one hand, some confusion on the one hand, but exhilaration too, because I'm like, yay, I'm learning something new, something more to heal, something, you know, additional to discover. And they rigged a situation where my male nature was able to actually have a conversation with me. And we did. We had a very long conversation. And it was all, as I said, new to me, but it made absolutely perfect sense. And he explained that in the early days, many eons ago, he played out of male roles in various societies and cultures that were so prevalent at, in those times where the frequency in the universe was much lower, etc. And being a, and he was a soldier, he was a merchant, he was um, successful, and he became a bit arrogant, and he focused either on the, the battlefield, the winning, 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 or in the... Uh, merchant area on the material world getting, you know, getting rich, rich, rich. And as a soldier also, he would take part in the spoils of war where he pillaged and raped right alongside with all of his fellow soldiers. Uh, He explained to me that it was not only uh, a right for the winner to take the spoils, but it was expected. And so, um, but for me, the female nature in those early days and for those reasons and there were others uh there were others but i don't remember them all i completely rejected him okay okay guys i'm like ugh, get away from me i don't like who you are that is not i am and i wanted nothing to do with him as i was completely ashamed of my male nature and what i did was i went to the opposite extreme so the minute i got any material good I would cut it off because any little bit of material good, I was afraid I'd become like him, okay? So I went to the opposite extreme. I moved into a self-sacrifice pattern, totally focused on the spiritual, you know, ignoring any material good in my life, Um, you know, just put him in a, put a wall up, an energetic wall. I didn't want anything to do with him. I was my own self, my own uh person and I just kept him completely separate. So I just lived many, many lives walling him off. Now he then went on to explain to me 
that he was completely hurt by my rejection, especially because he had moved away from those early kind of lifetimes fairly quickly. And when you look at eons of time, I don't know how quickly, but he 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 moved away from it. Um, and but I never saw that. I had taken on the belief system that he was terrible. And I I never noticed, never saw, never appreciated his progress. Um, I didn't trust him. And it never changed for a long time. And he became a person or a nature, a male nature, with tremendous heart. He developed his spiritual side. He was able to use his abilities uh, to make money to support himself and whatever the money was in those cultures way back when, to give him the base of foundation, the support, so he could go out and work the spiritual side without the self-sacrifice. And he apparently developed tremendous psychic abilities and all sorts of things like this. Um, Now, it's interesting that a lot of his feelings that he felt from me, you know, that I discounted him, I couldn't see him, I didn't appreciate him, I didn't notice any changes, I didn't trust him and all of that. These are feelings I felt from other people coming back at me. I'm thinking, oh, I'm unseen, I'm unheard, I'm not appreciated. You know, I'm I'm distrusted. Why would they distrust me? I'm discounted. So it's so interesting because a lot of the feelings, even though I have him walled off, now, of course, some of them I would have experienced in my female journey as my female nature. But as I said, wall off that I may try, you can't fully wall off the part of your soul essence. You can't. There is bleed through. There is things getting through. And so I've just found it so interesting as he's telling me, I'm thinking, gosh, I feel that way so much of the time. Well, of course, his energy the male nature energies, his feeling unheard, discounted, unseen, unappreciated, uncared for, unnurtured, and all of those things, those energies that he picks up are part of the supply system that are pulling into my outer reality what I'm going to experience. It's not just the female nature energetics, belief systems, misunderstandings. It's both. It's the totality of the soul's thoughts, habits, and emotional blueprints that pull in that act like the the magnetic sign or the neon sign that draws in what we experience in the outer reality. So he was a very good little resource, you know, a constant resource of these energies that I wasn't paying any attention to. I wasn't paying any attention because I wasn't even aware until that day how much these nature, the male and female nature, the parts of our soul, really interact and really affect one another. So anyway, he told me that I would receive a lot of benefits from the healing. He said I would gain strength if I could heal the the conflict, take down that wall and energetically connect instead of trying to disconnect all the time. He he just said that if he heal if I healed that I would get re- real benefits from the healing. 
So he said I would gain strength physically, I would enhance my psychic abilities, and I would be able to bring money in more easily. That he had those, developed those elements within his nature that he would share with me, it would be more readily available, readily utilized by me, more easily uh, accessed, I guess, by me, because I would be more open and more connected to that part of my nature, that male nature. So I went to work. Um, I wasn't conscious of any of this before, but it made so much logical sense to me that I just neutralized as much as I could and worked very hard to heal the disconnect and take down that wall. And it was it was this massive shift for me. I mean, it was one of my really significant healings. It was over an hour, I, you know, between getting the information and doing the healing. I was out walking, and I walked a long way that day. I think it was at least an hour and 20 minutes, maybe an hour and a half. But it just felt like I was so much lighter, and it took a huge weight off me. And here is the result, guys, because there was a real result. Okay, first of all, I was going to the gym, and I had a trainer a couple times a week, I think, at that point. And up until that time, my trainer, for weeks and months, had never increased my weight. And I didn't dare question him. I kind of wondered why he didn't, but he he didn't. I thought, okay, well, he's got me on some sort of maintenance program, and, I mean, I was happy for that. And But I did kind of wonder, well, that... The next time I went to the trainer after that healing, he increased my weight. Never said anything to me about it. Just did it. And every week, he increased it again for weeks. Now, it was small, inner, inner, small amounts, but I hadn't said anything to him. But at the energetic level, he's feeling that strength. And, I, I mean, I was just amazed at the shift. And again, I never said word one to him. This was really independent result for me. The second thing was that week, I also, the, the nature of my sessions changed, and I brought the higher self. The next session I did, the higher self came into that session in a much more significant way, in a way that I'd never done before. And again, I was sort of panicked because they gave me some warning on it, they, they said, oh, by the way, and so I was a little nervous about it, but honestly, it went beautifully. Uh, I just was astounded. So it also opened up that sort of ability to tune into the the energetic world in a way that I could see it was a very, it was a step of expansion for me. And my finances have slowly increased and gotten better really ever since that time. So I can't I, I can tell you that there was definitive results for me. Since then, I have uncovered other issues and other misunderstandings between my male and female nature, but the it was they were much easier to deal with because I'd already taken down the wall. I dealt with the biggest first, and then the other misunderstandings and issues came, you know, were much easier to heal. Now, for somebody else, they might do a, a series of easier ones first, and then the biggie will come up at the end. Why mine came in that order, there's no right and wrong, so it just did. But in any case, just as relationships are so complex in our outer reality, 
especially the more intimate relationships, they're complex, guys. There's so much room for misunderstanding, misconception, misinterpretation, hurts and wounds. There's so many those things going on. They're so complex on so many, so many levels. Of course, it's the same within. And these, this means that we want to move through any of those conflicts, misunderstandings, all of that within. Okay? Now, everybody who, past, present, and future listeners who will be involved in this healing will have their own unique conflicts, their own unique patterns, but they'll have those common elements. Some will be more dominant in some people and less dominant in others. Of course, you know, we are all experiencing on a continuum from barely much of this to really extreme of this. And then every, depending on the person, everybody can be along the continuum at some point. But the higher selves in the healing, and I don't know what they're going to get into, but they are going to address the most common ones so that the healing will be relevant to every single listener, past, present, and future. So I do encourage you, as I always do, to go into the healing, taking everything I say, and even if you can't relate to it, it's not about going in and judging. Well, she's talking about shame, and or she's talking about a pattern with the opposite that I don't see in my my life. So I'm not going to work on that. I really encourage you not to be judging and not to be putting a limit or a cap on what you do. It's so easy to do that, and I've been guilty of that myself um, before I really understood how much we all have in common. And so it became, and this is a long time ago, but at first... You know, I was like, oh, I don't have that, and I wouldn't work on it. But then in time, but it was a short time, I realized we all have just about everything because we've been around so darn long. And that's that's really the point. So I stopped. If somebody pulled up a pattern, I'm thinking, oh, I don't have that. Uh, I'm now thinking, you know, I don't can't relate to it, but I bet your bottom dollar I have it. So why not release it now before it comes into play in some pattern? And it even is already in play. It may not have a significant part of a pattern. That's why I don't see it or I'm unaware of it. But I want to clear everything, guys, and I'm encouraging you all to look at it in the same way. Okay. Now, to review, to recap, We want to heal and balance and clear both sides of the soul nature. Now, we've addressed the male nature and its own issues, the female nature and its own issues. And so today, we're going to do the healing on the conflicts between the two parts of ourselves. We don't want to be carrying anything energetically around the opposite sex uh, or around sexuality or by sexuality, I mean being a female or being a male, we don't want to carry any imbalance, any misunderstandings. We want to clear those as much as possible because the male and the female uh, is part of the rules and regulations, (laughs) as you probably can guess, uh, part part of the rules and regulations for the human kingdom. It plays out of the dual soul nature and the very big learning curve to 
uh, become aware of the different parts of our nature and to bring them into a state of balance and connection and operational being operational as one. So we want to heal the wounds. We want to dissolve the limited self-identities and to love our beauty and our beingness. Again, to love ourselves truly, to truly love ourselves, we need to bring all of the parts of the soul process into a state of healing, into a state of balance, and into, you know to, to neutralize and dissolve the hurts and the wounds and the misunderstandings. We want to bring all of those into the light, neutralize them, and then we will be able to move into that state of proper self-love because we are including the totality of the soul process. Okay. So I'm going to do the healing. I just need to get some water. You know, all this talking that I do, I get thirsty. <laughs> okay. So I hope all of you can uh, find yourself someplace comfortable if you're not already. You can take a few deep breaths and, um, Okay. I'm already seeing the now moment being set up. I'm already seeing the symbol of the wheel that we use every week. The uh, wheel, com- the wheel, symbolic wheel, come into energetic play here. All of us are standing. The past, present, and future listeners are standing around the rim of the wheel. And there's quite a few people here. Um, I want to call in any others that wish to join with us today, and I invite the listeners to uh, call in anybody else that you might think could benefit from the healing. If it's done at the unconscious level, it does help. It always helps. These kind of healings always help. With consciousness, it can be more a significant shift because with consciousness comes power, but it's never never a waste to do it at an unconscious level. And I work on many people at the unconscious level where they're not even aware that they're having a healing. And it's just amazing how much of a shift you can help people uh, move into uh, with, with even though they're not aware of what you're doing. So call in anybody and everybody. And I'm going to um, ask now that we expand, use that focus of attention that I talk about a lot Again, you can use my voice as a focal point. Just listen to my words and allow everything in the background to be in the background, but you're focusing on my words. Bringing that focus of attention right to the forefront is what we need to do. We want to quiet the mind and allow our mind to focus. This is a conscious focus. And with that focus of attention, we can manipulate energy. And so what we're doing is we're activating, we've already activated the now moment that moves in almost immediately when I start the session, just because there's so many of us here, so many listeners that have been long-term listeners that it's setting up the energetic pattern. Now I want all of us to expand this now moment to encase the totality of the past, present, and future nows. It encases the totality of the soul process for every single listener. And the the totality of the soul process, of course, means it contains the totality of our male nature and of our female nature. 
it is not uh, we we do not leave any parts of ourselves off, even if we've walled off a section of our soul nature and we're trying to build a wall between ourselves and it. We we are at this forever now moment that I've created and that we've all created that encases the totality of the soul process, of course, includes both parts of our nature, the male and the female. Okay. So now I want to use that focus of attention. We want to activate the pure soul essence that we all carry. We want to bring it, you know, symbolically, I I like to think of it as the sun, as you all know. And the sun is so powerful in its own right. And as we watch it come up dawn, we watch the light filling the sky by focusing on this pure soul essence light. That is very similar to what I see. I see this brilliant, brilliant, brilliant white light move and to fill. It it moves to amalgamate and merge with the totality of who we are at the physical level, the mind level, and then the totality of the conglomerate soul level. So it moves and encompasses the totality of who we are, again, filling the forever now moment with this brilliant light. Wow. And I am seeing the normal picture that I see with the souls moving in to partake of the light, very orderly. Um, it's just interesting. I, I, I see it as being very orderly because they take turns. And these are souls, for the most part, who are unaware they carry their own light, so they come and take of the divine light that we all offer. And because the forever now moment spreads through the universe, known and unknown, in that time-space continuum that I talk about, we are providing it for many, many millions and millions and millions of souls, not just those on the planet, not on our planet, at the moment, but but many, many millions and billions and cadillions of souls. And the, the, the consistency of doing the show every week sets up a pattern where souls just know to come in and partake of the light if they're ready to. It's a very, um, it, it's really a beautiful picture, guys. Okay, so we now have filled the forever now moment with this light, merging with it, becoming one with it. And we are also going to be now amalgamating or becoming one with the conglomerate higher self. This is an incredibly powerful energy field as well. It is the higher self from each and every one of us that moves in and at the conglomerate nature, we are each and every one of us taking on and amalgamating, merging with that conglomerate higher self energy. It's so powerful. Um, I, I can't, it's hard to find words to, to describe it. It is now intensifying that energy. We're already in a very uh, amazing uh, energy field with the pure soul essence energy, but adding in the, the conscious higher self amalgamation, it shifts the, the energy in a way that I just can't explain, but it does feel to me like it adds something it becomes more intense the higher self energy is energy that we can perhaps relate to a little bit easier because we carry it around with us um, it's part of our soul process as well and part of the soul that we carry that that resonate at the <clears throat> fifth dimensional level 
the <clears throat> which is also a divine frequency. So we do in the amalgamation call in that fifth dimensional energy. Um, we call it in because we want it to help, and and it does. It's a tremendous help, and it's us ourselves helping ourselves. Okay, it's us part of us. I know it's hard to think of it like that, but it is. Okay, so now I want this incredibly powerful energy field to be amalgamated with the originating source of all there is. And we do this because it's an infinite resource of energy. We already carry everything we need at the pure soul essence level, but it adds, uh, it just adds again more energy. It's also our guarantee that we're going to be doing the healing and getting at the very highest level, getting information at the very highest level. Uh, we Again, there's no hurt, no harm. And we are activating the, the the double process of neutralizing, clearing, and dissolving with the empowering. And those will be happening simultaneously. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so then, uh, so now we want to activate the rainbow bridge energy. And it's already <laughs> connecting us at the chakra level to the originating source, we're creating the spokes from each of us on the rim, spokes to the center of the circle where the hub would normally be. But instead of a wheel hub, so to speak, what I'm seeing is a platform of rainbow bridge energy, rainbow bridge energy being perfectly balanced, and it carries uh, without distortion, without uh, harm, without skewing in any way. It carries any kind of divine energy that we wish to uh, move to the symbol or move to each of ourselves. It carries those in purity and it, in that way it's a tremendous <coughs> it's a tremendous uh, benefit to the healing. Okay, so alright, what I'm seeing, I immediately saw uh, the symbol arrive on the <laughs> arrive on the hub and it's not a surprising one there's a male nature and a female nature and they're standing apart and i want to say it looks like the battle of the roses now i don't know if any of you've seen that movie and i actually never did see it but i saw previews and it was really hard for me to watch the previews so i uh, i didn't go to see the movie but i'm seeing two i'm seeing the male and the female nature and they're they're both standing there with their arms crossed in front of their chest there's uh, great resistance, great anger, great frustration with the other side, okay? The male and the female, they've, they've set the battleground, okay? They've drawn the line. This is, they're not going to give in. They are absolutely uh, not, there, there's no hope here for reconciliation. This is just the way it is. This is the way it's been for all time, and it's not going to change, okay? So as I say these things, I want everybody to begin to result, to release the, the line in the sand, you know, that there's no compromise, that nothing can change. It's been this way, and this is the way it's always been. I'm always going to be unhappy with, with you, whether it's you, you as a female talking about the male or the male talking about the female. Uh, it's you know, always going to be unhappy with you. There's no hope here. This is ridiculous. I'm fine on my own. I can make it. I don't need you. You're not going to help me. All of those kind of those kind of things are just 
flying. I mean, I'm just feeling them energetically flying off the symbols, uh, just from both sides, absolutely uh, entrenched. It's as if they have their feet in cement, and they're just not going to take any steps to resolve this conflict. So this is really, really uh, intense, guys. And uh, whether or not all of us carry it as intensely inside makes no difference because whether it's a little bit less or a little bit more or a little whatever, we want to release it anyway. So, but, but this is how the symbols are being presented to me. So my guess is that many of us have had this tremendous conflict and, you know, like I did, built walls, built lines in the sand, refused to even look to the other side and are, have cut ourselves off. Now, the, the idea is the female nature or the male nature may be fairly self, self-contained, fairly uh, self-fulfilled, fairly um, successful, fairly happy in life. But bottom line, if there's any part of this we're rejecting, we're keeping away, we, this is not self-love. Because that's part of ourselves, guys. So it's really important that we address these issues, even though we don't want to. Maybe we've made peace with not having the opposite sex in our life in many ways. Maybe, you know, who knows why. Uh, but we've built a wall here. I don't see the wall and the symbol, but I see the feet in cement. So it's like neither side wants to give up, give an inch. It's just uncompromising. And totally, each one is totally wrapped up in self-justification. Well, you did this, and you did that, and beep, 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 and all that blame, and all that judgment, which we all carry, and which we've all experienced from each of us, from our own nature, and from other people. It's the judgment, and the blame, and the, you know, self-righteousness either, even here. And a lot of anger. So let's Anger and okay, now, now I'm feeling the hurt behind it all. Okay, so I want everyone to release the all of those feelings that I've already talked about. And you know, bottom line is underneath here is tremendous hurt, and that's what's coming up now. There is so much hurt, so much, so much hurt. I feel um, rejection, just tremendous rejection. I feel misunderstanding you know you didn't get it you completely missed the boat you know what you 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 didn't listen you couldn't hear me you couldn't understand at any level and then the judgment back because you're so this that and the other and so I want all of that to be you know released because a lot of the the hurts and the wounds guys as you must know by now come from misunderstandings and misconceptions. Misinterpretations is big, too. And so I want everybody to begin to release, and I'm going to call in divine understanding, divine forgiveness, and divine clarity of vision and expanded perception, and divine trust. There's so much distrust here, so please, everyone release distrust because we don't want to carry distrust of ourselves. We want to move to the point where we trust who we are. We trust our process. We trust the divinity that we carry. We tr- trust our uh, unfoldment. 
We want to move into trust. So we want to release all distrust of the self. And, you know, we, we have distrust of the self in other areas, but this one is a big thing. This is a big chunk, distrusting the other nature, whatever you, whatever you carry, distrust of the other nature. So we want to release distrust of ourselves and whatever level, whatever situation, whatever condition relating to distrust of the opposite nature within the soul and also any other distrust. Let's just go for all distrust, guys, okay? I see... Um, I see the female nature starting to cry. She's crumbling a little bit faster than the male. The male probably has more practice at being stoic and being, uh, not that both natures don't, but just the male is not crumbling, but the female is beginning to crumble, and the female is beginning to cry, and she's starting to feel bad. There's a lot of guilt here and shame uh, about uh, her actions. She, She sees and understands at some level that she hasn't really paid attention, that she kind of made some decisions and closed some doors without checking down the line or without really knowing the full story. And so um, I really want the, that the female nature to continue to release all of these feelings and feeling guilty. There's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame here about her part in it. So I want us all to release guilt and shame. Um, we'll see what happens with a man down the line, but this is where she, where she is right now. So the female nature is just beginning to, to start to... to uh, there's grief here, too, because despite the fact that she felt completely like, I'm okay and I don't need you kind of thing, there is a grief here because she missed her male nature. She missed the connection. She missed the the support. She missed all sorts of things from the male nature. It was like cutting off an arm or cutting off, you know, and it was. It was cutting off or separating from a big part of the nature of the soul. And so she's she's now um, just feeling the hurt and the grief and the pain of missing that part of her that was so that's so vital but she's not part of her life and we all have situations and conditions in our lives where there've been people who have been we've disconnected from for whatever reason whether it's our choice or their choice or mutual but this is not uncommon where we can miss that person we can miss the good parts of that relationship but we just accept the disconnection and we move on and so that's what she did there was no concept of her on her part that she could make it any different you know she was she was operating at the at the level of understanding that she carried through a lot of those lifetimes that were early on and she really hadn't uh moved into a state of high awareness uh, or as high as she could be and as high as she's now moving into. So there was, you know, a lot of misunderstanding going on, a lot of misinterpretation and a lot of pain and suffering, a lot of pain and suffering because she's, 
she feels as if a part of herself is missing, as I said. So we want to release that missing quality, that feeling like she's lost something and that she's never going to be complete. So I really want everybody to release that pattern completely. And she's in the process of releasing. I'm seeing it come out of the heart, the stomach. There's being releases too at the lower chakra level uh, and also through the brow and through the crown. It's sort of a continuous release, um, touching on many, many areas of the of the soul process, many areas, many um, emotional areas. Okay, now let's go quickly go to the man, the male side. Okay, he's still he's still kind of ramp standing ramrod straight, uh, you know, watching her transformation, and he's not feeling sorry for her. Okay. He's not feeling sorry for her. He's, and I want everyone to release that pattern of lack of empathy or lack of understanding, lack of sympathy. He's sort of angry. Uh, he's angry, and I want everybody to release the anger. So again, as I say all of this, just continually release it. You can just say, I am releasing anger or whatever the issue is. Um, but what I'm beginning to see under here is that there was a kind of a comfort level for him to be in the state of conflict with her. As you probably remember, the, the male nature carries a lot of scenarios, a lot of lifetimes where they were at war, where the warrior, the soldier, um, a lot of things were, um, a lot of battles, battles for territory, uh, battles for the best wife, the alpha male kind of thing. And so there is a part of the male nature that feels... It's kind of normal to have this conflict, okay? This is so interesting. So now as he watches her kind of make the shifts that she does, um, he begins to feel a little bit insecure. Okay, what's going on? This is moving out of my wheelhouse. It's moving out of my comfort zone. And so there's almost more determination to maintain the, the conflict to maintain the stand, to maintain the separation and the disconnection. So we want to we want to start to help the male side of ourselves to release the insecurity, the trepidation, the worry about, well, if there isn't a battle, what is it going to be like? I mean, what? What? What what can I do? Who will I be if I don't if I'm not the soldier, the warrior, the the alpha male? Um, the breadwinner, however that would play out in the various lives, uh, the decision maker. Um, what's going to happen if I don't maintain this separate identity? And so I want everyone to really start to let go of the fears of all of this, the, the trepidation, the anxiety, the concern about it, the identity, because this man is, has a lot of self-identities, and we need to release those as best we can. The self-identities of being the winner, being the, the alpha male, being the, the soldier, the warrior, uh, the, the decision maker, the order giver, and all of that kind of stuff. Now, we have it in different 
different level. So don't worry. And maybe in this life, you're not like that at all. But we have had those male lives. So that that energy is clearly still there. We're still carrying it. So I want you to everybody to let go of all of that stuff. Now, what I'm seeing here is that the symbols are showing me symbolically the whole inner circle is being filled with stuff that the listeners are letting go of. It's massive. Who knew? It's massive. You guys are doing a great idea, a great, uh, you're doing really great. And I'm, I'm asking uh, the higher self, show me the symbol because they want me to see how great you're doing. And now it's the light is moving in and neutralizing everything. Um, and so I can now see the symbols again because when I was shown the, the, all the, the energetics that were being uh, let go, the symbols really got buried under all of that. Stuff. And so now as the light moves in to do all the neutralizing and the absorbing of these energies, um, I'm seeing the, the symbol again. And the man, I want to call in for the man, divine expansion, divine understanding, divine clarity, um, divine awareness, divine trust that he's going to find his own way. Um, and what I'm seeing for him, both of them still have their feet sort of locked in cement. The female is a little bit less than the male, but they're both still there. But what I am seeing a shift for him um, in his demeanor. It's as if moving off that stance somewhat and letting go of some of those belief systems and patterns, he's he's kind of looking like his he's seeing things in a different way. And there's there's a sense here that without the conflict, without the battleground, there's room for more. There's room for other things. If your life isn't taken up with constant battleground, then guess what? You have time and energy to do other things. And the male nature, of course, like the female nature, carries tremendous interest. There's creativity here. There's uh, uh, gifts and talents unrelated to the creative field. There's uh, things that the male is excited about. There's physical uh, activities I'm seeing. You know, a lot of stuff that are very part and parcel to the male nature that he can be physical and uh, enjoy the countryside, but it doesn't have to be in a battle. You can be physical and join the countryside by riding a horse or running cross country or taking gifts or taking hikes or uh, climbing mountains. There's, there's, there's opportunities here to be who you are in a different context. And that's what I see this man, the male nature, uh, beginning to see and understand. And I want to call in um, whatever you know, divine frequency, divine energy that would empower that, uh, divine expanded vision, divine understanding, divine uh, possibilities and opportunities. Okay. I'm seeing a much less rigid person. There's no more arms across the chest like I saw in the beginning. There's there's absolutely... Um, but they're both still encased in the cement boots, so to speak. And so I want to get to that. But I just 
right now the 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 rest of the the female and the rest of the male the female is still a little bit troubled i want to have her release much more she's she's taken on a lot of responsibility for the disconnection she's taken on a lot of responsibility and a lot of self-blame um so I want to I want all of us to release that self that over responsibility that taking on the and and blaming ourselves and really that woulda coulda shoulda thing it's just bad in here a lot of self blame a lot of finding fault um, just really feeling that none of it would have happened if it weren't for her. And so I just want everybody to release those belief systems as much as possible with the understanding that it always takes two. There can't be a conflict with someone unless somebody else is involved. And so the belief systems between the two parties tend to fit like a glove. They just merge together. And so it's an, it's um, it's equal equally uh, created by both sides and it comes from misunderstandings and and misinterpretations. It's not about blame. So we're clearing all of those misunderstandings. I want everybody to release misunderstandings, misinterpretations, misconceptions, false beliefs. Okay. Yeah. The whole pattern of Hari Kari, or Harry Carey, I don't know how you say it. The falling on the sword is really coming up. We want to release the whole idea of falling on the sword, taking full responsibility for every bad thing that comes down the pike. And in this case, it's about the disconnection with the male. I think because the female feels that it's up to her to be forgiving, it's up to her to be nurturing, it's up to her to be understanding, because that's so much a part of the female role, so that when she didn't move into that place, no matter what happened, she should have moved into that place. So I want everybody to release that whole uh, falling on the sword, you know, everything is my fault, Um, I screwed up, you know, all of that. I want everybody to let go of that and the pain and the sorrow because because there's grief and there was loss. And so when you add the self-blame to it, it just magnifies all of that. It's just, and, and there's just tremendous amount of grief coming out again. And I want to call in the higher, I want to call in divine responsibility, divine understanding, because it isn't about blame. It's about that, that we, we didn't understand fully how it all works. We, we took on beliefs and people around us told, or we, we experienced things and we were told as best as people could, but it involved fault and blame all the time. And so that's, it's part of the human condition. And so we want to release all of that fault-finding, all of the blame, the self-blame, and the blame of others, of course, because we already worked some on the blame of the male nature. But I see a lot of it coming up the chest and the throat. It's affected, that has affected our uh, our expression. And we were too, we were always so quick to fall on the sword. Oh, my gosh. 
so I really we really need to let that go. We really need to let that go. The the self sacrifice, the self uh damage. We've done a lot of damage to ourselves, that female nature. Um self punishment is also here. When you think it's your fault, some sometimes you move into that punish you know, we have to experience the consequence. And the consequence for so much of our lives was punishment of some sort. So that self-punishment is also big here. So I want everybody to release that. And the female side is definitely progressing, definitely moving, definitely uh, beginning to feel more self-accepting. And I want to call in self-acceptance, self-love, and self-forgiveness, all of those divine energies. And I feel like, in a way, she's starting to breathe for the first time. She was so choked up and so choked off with all of those feelings that she could barely breathe. And so I do feel, and I want to call in divine breath, activate it, and have it move in through and around the totality of her beingness, bringing in that that divine love, that divine hope, that divine clarity of vision and expanded under uh, uh, expanded perception. That's so important. Now, I'm checking back with the male side, and the male is standing there quite calm. It just seems too easy for me, for him, because so I feel like I'm 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 got to keep digging here and see what else there is. Okay. I think he's getting a sense of security um, by watching the female side fall apart. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of silly, but um, he feels like he's not falling apart, and watching her fall apart, he's feeling better about himself. So, just seeing that that was an option for him, and the fact that he couldn't, that he's not falling apart, he is giving. He is, he's seeing. He's getting a sense of self security or self uh, confidence. He's beginning to trust the self a little uh, um, from that. Now, but, um, okay. Okay. Now what I'm saying is some old belief systems that this proves to him that the female is a lesser, is lesser in some way, inferior in some way. And those feelings really need to be let go. So I'm going to ask everybody on the thing, whether you're female or male or you can't relate to that feeling because you've never thought about females in any kind of lesser way, I want everyone to let that go. This belief system that say the female is lesser, the female is uh, less than, the female is inferior, the female, oh, here's one, the female is too emotional. Okay, we've heard that. So our ears coming out of our ears. So we want that all that belief system about the female is too emotional. The female is imbalanced. The female is all about drama. The female bop bop bop. And I want those issues to be released from everyone because it's keeping the male a little bit less flexible, a little. Uh, more 
staying a little rigid about the his relationship with the with with the female side, the female nature. So we want to release all those female judgments, the judgments about the the about women. There's interestingly enough a lot of confusion here about the, the menstruation and the there's a part of the male that feels completely confused doesn't because they don't have it. They want to uh think it's bad or evil. I re- I mean this is so interesting. This is coming up, but I remember uh they used to call it the curse and there's very much uh of that here. The the whole thing about women uh, because they bleed once a month and there was no biological understanding, they thought it to be evil or the woman women were possessed. You know, very, very backward, very, very uh deep misunderstandings about the biological process of females. And so the uh, we want all the male nature to release that. Oh my gosh, who knew that was gonna come up? Um yeah. And because of the curse, so to speak, although there was, you know, different elements of it, the females were not allowed to do certain things. There's there's restriction on feminine um a female doing certain jobs for fear they would taint or bring the demonic whatever it was and whatever the belief system that was going on in whatever culture it, it they 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 believed that they could females couldn't do certain things because they would taint whatever it was so there there were definitely uh spiritual environments where females were not allowed uh and this comes solely out of ignorance or misunderstanding about the true nature of the female uh body and so it was not it was the best that they could come up with at the time the intention was perhaps pure from from where it was coming from but it had this effect of the male setting himself up as simply being more powerful more important more uh more capable less limited and also that they had to protect themselves from the female. This is so interesting. The males here believe they have to protect themselves from the female. And so that was part of the distance. Um, that n- female nature, there's something wrong with it. It's cursed, so to speak. Now, I'm using that word to to kind of, as a general, bring in all of those uh feelings that I've already spoken about, but let's all remove, let go of the idea that the female is cursed. The female is less than. The female, we have to protect ourselves. Yeah, this whole idea, and again, it sets up the battle line. If you need to protect yourself, you're now back, according to the male nature's viewpoint, in battle. So we want to release the need to protect the self from the female nature really important here and now the male is the symbol as you're doing it everyone's doing a great job as you're doing it the male is now beginning to look more i want to say normal (laughs) but you know it's just a symbol um more uh i would say more equal with a female it's so hard to describe but it's as if it's dropped some of its 
facade, which is what I was seeing before, this facade, and I knew the facade wasn't really the, the we hadn't yet gotten rid of everything to get get to the inner levels. And so that's what I'm seeing, both the male and the female now. And I am seeing frustration and self-attack uh, here. Frustration with holding on to these very old and very um, rigid belief systems and then the self-attack, the woulda, shoulda, couldas. Why didn't I figure this out sooner? Why was I so locked into this? You know, all that self-blame. And so we want all of that to be released. And again, I'm seeing just huge amounts of release. The listeners, you guys are doing so well. And it is pulling in so many patterns from these past lives. I mean, wow, I'm talking about some very old la- lifetimes here where, you know, women were considered, you know, spawn of the devil just simply because they menstruated. So it's it's very, very old stuff uh, before <clears throat> we understood the workings of the physical body like we do today. <clears throat> okay, so I want everybody to continue releasing, and the light is, has definitely moved in. It's neutralizing everything. The male is looking very, uh, very normal. But I still, it's so funny, but they're, they're still standing there, but both of them have these sort of feet of, or boots of cement. I think the, uh, the boots of cement are clearly the habit, really, of the disconnect. So they're holding these two people who've released, or these two symbols, who've released so much of what they were carrying that stood in the way, that that created the, the conflict between them, that maintained the conflict, created the disconnection, maintained the disconnection. So now those, those, I feel like both of them are ready to dissolve those boots, those cement boots. <laughs> and so I would like everyone to really focus symbolically on the feet, on those boots, and begin to dissolve dissolve it and let me see what I'm what I can get from it. Um, okay, part of it is it's difficult to admit to the other one or to say, "Gee, it was my mistake." It's hard because we feel when we take uh, when we take responsibility, it re- it comes in the form of blame. And it's really hard to say to one another, it's my fault, okay? Because nobody likes fault, whether it's our fault or some, whether we think we're at fault or somebody is blaming us and saying we're at fault. So that that's the that's part of it is that there's very there's difficulty here for them to own their own peace without feeling at fault. So boy, this keeps just keeps coming. So I want all the light to move into and come not only um I want everyone to send light across the spoke the the light to dissolve this whole fault finding whole judgment stuff so that we'll come to the to the hub made of the rainbow bridge energy and we're sending this dissolving light this whatever it is the liquid plumber light to start to dissolve this cement 
this whole idea of being at fault and the difficulty, the shame, there's shame here, real shame, because both of them feel it's their fault. And I really want to help them, guys, which is symbolic of all of us, to remove this whole um, orientation of fault and the shame that comes with it. And I'm seeing the light really active. It's starting to dissolve the, the, the boots. And I want to call in divine love, divine forgiveness, and again, divine clarity of vision and expanded perception, divine understanding. It's really important that both these, all of you, and symbolically both the symbols on the hub, begin to move into the place of understanding that it's really misconception and misinterpretation that is at the basis for all of it. Where we were in lives that we had no idea, no concepts to give us answers, to give us solutions, or to give us perspectives that would help us move into that understanding role. And we therefore we moved into the blame game And it was very damaging to all of us. And I'm just seeing the light just like moving out and hitting that that wall of blame. The light from both of them toward each other. The boots are toward themselves, but I'm seeing now the light moving to neutralize any blame they had toward each other, any and all blame. We've worked on it already a lot, but let's just keep working on it because that's what I'm seeing here. It just keeps, it keeps on. So we're getting to deeper layers. Um, Okay, well, this is good news. I feel like the boots, the part of the boot that encases the foot is pretty much gone now for both parties. But what is still there is kind of an anklet of cement around their feet, around their legs, around their ankles. So we want to continue with the light. We want to continue to neutralize all of the blame. And um, I want the light to just permeate the totality of the beingness. And I see it moving in and filling, again, this light to dissolve and neutralize through the past now, the present, and the future now. And we are... um, We are absolutely doing, you're doing really good, guys. I really see it. There's still some ankle bracelets around these guys, but they are both picking up their feet and realizing they have freedom for the first time. And there's a, you know, they're they're symbolically looking at each other and thinking, wow, maybe we can actually close the gap now, because it's the, the boots are mostly gone on both of them, I'm seeing that they are sort of picking up their feet and testing the, the, the moving, testing the, the water, so to speak, and they're looking at each other, and it's as if they're both waiting for the other one to step forward first. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to encourage them to, uh, I'm going to give a count of three, symbolically so that they can step forward first and realize the sky isn't going to fall in 
So there is some trepidation here, some nervousness, some uh, as much as they want the connection. There's it, it's still a bit scary. It feels like it's the first time, even though it isn't, but it feels like the first time, and it's going to be the first time at this connected level, for sure. So there is some sense of, you know, who am I going to be? What's going to happen? You know, what is life going to feel like? Uh, and so I want each, I'm going to count to three, and symbolically, I want each of you to take a step forward. Well, before I could even count, I saw both of them move their right foot out. Of course, it's just a symbol, but that's just showing me that they are already um, taking steps forward. And now I see the second step. And they're slowly bridging the, the space between them, you know, moving and closing that space. I'm calling in divine connection, uh, divine balance and harmony, divine understanding, divine partnership, divine relationship, divine love, divine joy, divine nurturing, support. And I do see them symbolically they're they move to hug one another and there's tears tears of joy uh there's a great sense of relief and release um there's also a sense of discovery here uh i mean can you imagine discovering a part of yourself that you never knew was there it would be massively exciting and this is exactly what's happening here And I'm I'm going to activate the divine merging, the divine connection, uh, the divine becoming one. And I do feel like the bracelets around the ankles are now dissolved. That was more, you know, not sort of a fear of uh, what's it going to be like. But once they connected, those anklets dropped away. And now they're both the size, the male and the female, are standing in the light, standing very much connected. Um, they, The hug is no longer there, but they're presenting as if they're facing me, holding hands. Um, it's not necessarily uh, holding hands as, you know, lovers would. It's holding hands as the intimate partners they are. And it's, there's this willingness and this... Um, determination to move forward in the journey together, helping one another, being mutually supportive. And this is really, really, really great, guys. I'm telling you, it's really great. The higher selves are now um, encasing each and every one of you in the cocoon. I'm just going around to check symbolically to see what's going on um, for everyone at the rim, everything looks good. Everybody did a tremendous job. Everyone did some good releases. Remember, if you listen to this again, you can always pause it. And if there's issues that you know you have with the opposite sex, whether it's a parent, a sibling, a, a significant other, or whomever, you can go in, pause, you know, start to listen, be bringing the amalgamation, then 
pause it whenever you want on the healing itself and let go of all the other things that come to your mind. Remember, I'm doing a group healing. I'm releasing patterns that are significant for each person within the group. doesn't mean that some individuals have their own unique take or their own unique experiences or their own uh or something that isn't as massive for everyone, and so it wasn't brought into the the conglomerate healing, uh, but it could be massive for you. So you go ahead and you release it, release it, anything. you can, And you can start just by looking at your relationships with the opposite sex. So that's all very important, and um, that's what I love about these archive shows. They're usable over and over and over again. You may be fine for three months, six months, then some situation comes in with the opposite sex, no matter what, you can remember that there's this healing, go back and work on it again. Because there's going to be layers. There's going to be more layers. What we've released today has been significant, important for everyone. Uh, but when we release layers, stuff comes from bubbles up from underneath, and we bring in other situations and conditions that are yet another opportunity to work again. So you guys did great. Um, I see, again, you're all encased in the the cocoon of energy. The forever now moment is closing down. And, whoa, I'm, uh, we're now, we, we're maintained in the now moment, which is great. But the healing is over. I want to thank everybody again for this tremendous opportunity that you give me every single week. I may have started it on my own, but I didn't realize how exciting, how expanding, how helpful these radio shows are, not just for you, but for me. We're in this together. We're partners, male and female, okay? We're in this together. We want to move to that place of balance, that place of joy, that place of self-love, that place of trust, and we're in process doing it, and we're doing it together. Now, I don't know what I'm going to be working on next week, but if anybody, again, has an idea uh, of personal healing or a group healing, please let me know. Email me at Janet at JanetRichmond.com or Janet at HigherSelfVoice.com. And let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you, you know, I can always come up with my own concepts. But when a listener reaches out and either asks a question or gives me a suggestion, hey, I'm all over it because I know if there's one listener, there's many listeners. So instead of me coming up with a concept, which is easy for me to do, you know, the higher self information is vast, and I can do it, but... It's not that's not the problem, but I want you guys to have the opportunity to lead lead it. Okay, we're in it together. We're all equals here, and so I can't. I just can't encourage you enough. Again, no problem if you can't. Life is busy. Uh, you might feel shy. You might not know how to put word it or whatever. That's fine. There's no pressure to do it. I just want to encourage people. Okay. Well. I think this is till next week. So I will get out as, at some point what the topic is for next week, but it almost doesn't matter because every time 
you listen, you get the benefit of clearing a lot of stuff at your ener- at your energetic level. So I just can't help but encourage everyone, whether it's live or archived, to please listen. It's really important, guys. It's free. It's free. It does take time. But if you download the archives onto an MP3 player, you can listen on your own time. You're on a long drive somewhere. You can listen. You're, you are out for a walk. You are you know, waiting at the laundromat. Whatever your situation is, you can listen to these healings and work on yourself. And it's, it's really valuable, and it's going to help. I used to meet with a friend once a week, and wow, my life changed. We met for two, two and a half years. When I think of the changes over that time, because we consistently committed to doing the work together, it's the same thing about listening to the show. Consistently do it week after week. You're going to see your life shift six months to a year. Wow. It's faster. The energy is more, frequency is higher now, so things are moving quicker. So where it took me like a couple of years back in the late 80s, early 90s, it's going to take you a lot, it's going to be a lot faster. So, okay, time for me to end the episode. Really love you all. I really, really love you all. Thank you so much for being part of this, for being there with me, for me, and the feeling is completely mutual. All right, guys, till next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.